0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Talking in Stations midweek update for November 29th. My name is Artemis Albosa. Joining me today is my co-host, Silver.
1: Evening, Artemis. Happy to be here.
0: Also on the show today, we have quite the cast. So first, going down the list, we have... Mated? Modded? How do you, How would you prefer your Modded.
2: name? name? Modded. Ed. That would do. And where are you from, Modded? Well, uh, I'm added. Uh, I'm one of the high command along here with Samara of uh, Spectre Fleet, which is uh, an NPSI PvP community, which means not purple, don't shoot it. Uh, we are a public community, so we're open to everybody.
0: Gotcha. So next up on the list is Marshy.
3: Thanks for having me, guys. Yep, I'm Marshy. I uh, fly with the bombers, well. I'm one of the core members and one of the FCs. And the same as Spectre Fleet, we're and not people shoot it. So we shoot anyone that's, you know, not in, not in the fleet. Uh, but we focus mainly on cover Ops ships, Black Ops bombers, all that lot.
0: Awesome. We also have Marathia.
4: Greetings, Marathia, also with Madden and Samara, part of Spectre Fleet, but I also fly with Pen-
0: You cut out a bit at the end there, Marathia. Oh, did
4: I? Oh, well, we do you uh, also. Fly- with Pandemic 4. Gotcha. I am a
5: horde. <laughs> and Samara? Hey, I'm Samara. i um, been flying with Spectre Fleet for three or four years now. Um, I've also kind of been double dipping within it. That's about it. And then we also
6: have Ron USMC. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm uh, from a, a really small startup uh, organization called Test. You guys may have heard of us. I'm not sure, but I'm happy to be here.
0: You're really uh, repping the test swag there. I like it, I like it. Uh, As much as I enjoy the middle management dino, I gotta say my favorite Alliance logo, as far as caricatures are concerned, has to be the Fwetit chicken. So we got Exxon Fang repping those
7: dudes. How's it going, Exxon? Hey guys, Uh, yeah, like you said, I uh, am part of Fwetit, I'm a director there, and I also am the head diplomat and kind of the face of the Alliance for our Alliance Free Range Chickens. You might have heard of us as I Whip Our Slaves Back and Forth.
0: Let's jump right into it. So we've got, let me try and get this straight. We've got Modded and Sumera and Marshy from Spectre Fleet. And then we've got Marathia from Bomber's Bar.
4: Marshy's Bomber's Bar.
0: I'm Spectre Fleet. Close <laughs> enough. Too many M names, darn. Okay, well let's let's get started with Bombers Bar then. So, Marcy, walk us through Bombers Bar. Who are you? Like, what do you do? How do people get involved? Talk to.
3: Sure, yeah. Uh, we're an NPSI group, as I said earlier, so not that shoot it. Uh, it means we we get pilots from from everywhere. You know, they can come from from tests, from from goons, from any, anyone can come. Uh, when we're in fleet together, we'll, we won't shoot each other. Uh, we run covert ops ships, you know, Bombers Bar is in the name, you know, we we run bombers. Uh we we just send hunters out on Black Ops Bridge onto onto whoever whoever's unlucky enough to be, you know, next to the covert
1: signer. So how long have you guys been an organization? It's been a long time, right?
3: Yeah, I mean I've I've only been in Bombers Bar for three years, uh, myself, but I think it it's been around since 2006 i think from when templeman started it mm. a, a good old time
1: yeah
0: so no. go ahead Artemis. i was gonna say templeman that's a name people may recognize from the this is eve trailer right he's the the voice of like red squad go gold squad go whatever like super uh enthusiastic
3: charismatic uh really good really good guy to have in the fleet yeah
1: Yeah. And that's sort of the direction I was going to go. You guys are sort of storied Um, pretty much every new player that comes in the game. hears of bomber's bar at some point. And uh, I think at the, you know, pre-show you were saying that, or somebody was saying their first fleet was a bomber's bar fleet, which I think holds true for a lot of new players Um, because what you do is so intriguing to a new player to fly a stealth bomber. For those who don't know, it's a a frigate that cloaks does a lot of damage um, and so that that kind of gameplay amps people up it's a really good entry into pvp i think
3: yeah yeah it's it's like it's not the first thing you're doing eve but it's like something to get you dabbling into pvp how to take a black ops bridge you know like it's a step before a titan bridge for instance you know just yeah and we're not we're chilled out you know if people we want to help people you know get into we go through wormholes we teach them wormholes you know you're you're learning on the fly but we're pretty chilled out and we you know teach people as they go along and, yeah, people really gain from it, definitely. It's really good.
0: The thing that I like about Bomber's Bar and also Spectre Fleet is that it's the NPSI nature of it. When I started EVE, I was uh, sternly independent. So apart from like the group of friends who I would fly with, I refused to sort of go join a big sec block or big sec group. I wanted to know what I could do as a solo player with maybe one or two alts. It's why I joined Wormholes. But... The way that I sort of learned to PvP, learn to do the fleet thing is through fleets with Spectre Fleet, with Cruiser's Crew, and with Bomber's Bar. So I think for especially newer players who are new to the scene, maybe don't want to commit to a corporation or anything, it's a great opportunity to really experience combat in EVE at a high level. Oh, that,
2: that's <laughs> just it. It, it doesn't... Require commitment and, and anybody can join it at any time and I think that 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 nature that you don't have to place commitment down that You can join it at any time at any skill level I think that's really important to to eve as a game not just as a to, to the community
0: Really quickly uh, modded Can you give us an overview similar to what Marshy gave us for bombers bar about spectre fleet? Who are you? What do you do maybe how long you've been running?
2: Well, um, I'm married. I'm, I'm one of the high command of uh, have uh, uh, I run the show with Sam and, and, and Virion. Uh, we're an online gaming community that was founded back in 2013 uh, that just started off as a, a, a small group of guys that, that essentially opened it up to the public. Um, it, it got pushed on. We worked with RVB and, uh, and a few others uh, and, and made big events like uh, Ganked. Uh, and as as the times uh, have gone on, we we've uh, attempted to to build on that, and and really the only things that we don't encroach on are actually cover ops. We we f- fully respect bombers, bar they're good at their job uh, and good at what they do. So uh, we 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 basically cover the the, the rest, and we have a, a fantastic team of of uh, FCS that come from everywhere that you could imagine from goons snuffed to to alliances that you may not have even heard of uh and and it's a lot uh, it's a place where a lot of fcs tend to start i think um but yeah generally generally speaking we we, we cover all the bases except for um black ops
4: Expanding on that history a little, um, actually, Spectre Fleet began as an offshoot of Bombers Bar. Jane Fillion uh, formed it back what forever ago with Honorable Third Party.
2: Yeah, I mean the the history of MPSI um, is is all in, in, interconnected. So so um, it's a shame that we don't have RVB here because because they're a good representative of our of our early history. Um, <clears throat> But we're we're all closely linked. It's over over time. Um, you know, you know, miscommunications have happened. But but really, at, at its core, I think we work like very well together, and we have our own niches. Um, and, and we've got a, a very very long history in Eve, uh, working to together.
1: And, yep. Yeah.
5: More importantly, how to join would be to check our in-game channel SF Specter. You can find all our fleet listings there, as well as our Discord and Teamspeak.
1: Yeah, that was my next question. How do I get in on uh, on one of your fleets? You just show up, good friend. So
5: there's uh, literally just the one in-game channel, SF Spectre Fleet. Our website is currently under construction, so that information might not always be up to date. Um, but you literally just pop into our public channel, check out one of the fleets, and uh, it'll belong to a corresponding X-up channel. So join that channel, drop an X, and uh, make some friends. It's yeah, also we're we're reforming
0: the... the... Sorry, going on that. I was going to say it's worth noting that we're big fans of like Spectre, Fleet, Bombers, Bar, NPSI, and generally any sort of public fleet that gets viewers involved with playing EVE online. So on the TIS Discord, we've added a new channel. It's called Hashtag Fleets. We're going to be working with people to sort of whenever there's one of these NPSI fleets going on, if somebody's running a public fleet, they just want some bros to fly with. We're looking to get sort of posts in that channel. So you guys know if there's a fleet going on in EVE and you're interested in joining, that's where you can look for it. But anyway, let's get back to you
2: guys. Very, very interesting that you should say that. Um, the, the back-end work and and uh, the new website and things that Spectre Fleet is working on, uh, we're looking to to work closely with Bombers Bar and, and other NPSI communities, people who you may not have heard of. Um, and we will be linking all NPSI fleets through the new Spectre Fleet uh, community discord that that's including bombers bar fun inc uh, you name it and it's all through there so um <clears throat> if, if you need a place to to find all of the public content in eve that's, that's that's definitely the place to be
0: so let's talk a bit about this content in particular uh, bombers bar does a lot of stuff with ganking rorquals i've seen in the past historically you've just done general black ops stuff you gank supers you do all that sort of stuff and an interesting thing to me is that you guys have a tendency to stage out of a wormhole with a null sec static. Can you talk to me about sort of why that decision was made?
3: Yeah. Um when was the decision made? Probably a year and a half ago, I'd say. Uh we, we used to run whaling fleets, uh, which we would use the block we would pick a region to go to, say Providence was really good back in the day for right? Because it's easy to hunt, you know. Uh New, friendly, you know, and people didn't really hunt understand too too much. We had twenty or twenty guys, you know, maybe thirty guys, and we used to block around Providence and just blops into the system, then kill with the target, bring the blops in, stage again, blops into onto another target, and so on, and go around the region. But we found out the the intel uh, kind of got better. I, I don't know why. Uh, maybe third party programs like N two, near two, stuff like that. Uh, we just found that we couldn't find many targets anymore. So, yeah, one one of the FCS back at back at that time, uh, it was a Mika, uh, and we decided let's let's jump into a wormhole and with a nullsec static, and roll it. Right, that's how we get around. We can get around the intel. You know, it's going to spawn somewhere random in space. Intel isn't going to isn't going to know we're there until we're on the target. So, it it was to get fresh. Fresh targets, fresh hunting grounds, and avoid intel, which was our main, the main thing that stopped us getting kills.
0: Now, Spectre Fleet, you guys have previously been known for your camps in and around Providence, also sort of like your low sec cruiser, sometimes even battleship realms, especially with ganked. What are you guys doing now? What's changed?
5: What's stayed the same? I'll, I'll start off with that guy. Uh, so more or less what's changed, um, obviously, with the, the landscape of EVE is Assault frigates is now more or less the go-to hunting meta that we've been using. Um, similar to what Inind is doing with Snatch or any of their smaller doctrines. Um, more or less just get as many guys into Assault frigates and Deacons and point them out a targeting. Um, so do you guys
0: stage in Jita most of the time? Do you sort of move around your staging depending on where you're going? Where do people want to have ships ready to go?
2: It's, it's, it's kind of open to the the, the FCs um, if the FC has a, a particular set of targets in mind or they've been particularly lucky f- um, for, for a few weeks they, they will um, go and do that I think we've got three different varieties of, of hunting fleets and we've got uh, the scepters like, like um, uh, the assault frigates like Sam said uh, and, and a mixture of uh, T3 um, destroyers and they, they go out and and, and hunt these targets. Um, it's certainly changed.
1: Is it always the same sort of fleet comp or do you have multiple ones? Do you have like different levels for SP players or is everybody always welcome to fleet? Well, everybody's always welcome to to, to fleet.
2: Um, there's always some position that, that you're willing to take but the, the sheer variety that Spectre fleet offers um, there's definitely going to be a fleet up that, that, that you can be involved in, uh, whether it's a willing fleet, a, a roaming fleet or an arranged fight or a big event that, that we create. So
1: how often do you guys roll out in a day?
2: Uh, every day, sometimes twice a day, uh, prime time, uh, Fridays and Saturdays, uh, we usually roll out about 1900 hours and there's only usually one major fleet. Um, but it, it, it's daily content. Um, uh, we are looking for more US time zone FCs, by the way. Just
5: throw that out there.
1: Everybody is, I think. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. struggle with that. Yeah.
5: Definitely one of the bigger things that's changed and what has kind of pushed us away from, you know, being that KBP7 Pravi gate camp, um, a lack of not necessarily US time zone FCs, but just general content as well. With the yeah. consolidation that a lot of Sec entities have gone through in the last two, three years or
4: so, uh, it's become a lot more difficult for the small 10, 15-man T1 cruiser gangs to get much of anything. Uh, Losec is dead, TM. And uh, with groups going in and punching out local groups, like, for instance, Black Rise and Black Rise Matters and the Keep Stars that were up there getting destroyed, it's kind of forcing the NPSI communities to uh, expand a little bit and find more faster, quicker meta ships to hunt with. It's,
2: We've certainly had had to evolve over the time. Uh, And I'll be honest, we were a bit slow uh, 12 months ago. We've had to do a lot of catch-up over this last 12 months to to actually get us into 2019 and how these NOLSEC blocks uh, are actually rearranging themselves. And they are getting more centralised and bigger and bigger. So we're finding that we're too big for the smaller guys and, and too small for the bigger guys at the moment. That, that that's a, a prevalent problem. We're so the ganking, class of Eve. Yeah. Ganking seems to be the, the go to 100% guaranteed content, you know?
4: Now, when you yeah, say ganking totally you're
2: referring to Rorquals and supers, yeah. Uh, Rorquals, supers, carriers, rat, ratters, even just T2 miners, you know? Um, it, it, it's that whole fishing season, if you will. So some yeah, recent yeah.
0: changes just came through, sorry, Silver, uh, that uh, changed the way that Roracle ganks certainly, and even some carrier and super ganks happened. That was capital and solar shield boosters are limited to one per ship. So the triple CASB Roracle fit, or even some Phoenix fits, some hot Phoenix fits can no longer work. And then also mobile mm-hmm. Sino and Hibs had their anchor time halved from two minutes down to one minute, if I recall correctly. So um yeah. what's the deal here is this affecting your guys' gameplay at all?
2: I don't think it's been a, like from personal opinion on my fleet it's not been here long enough for us to be able to really ascertain the the, the changes because when we're out haunting, and I can't speak for Bomber's Bar, but certainly um, you know within the first sort of two, two and a half minutes whether it's a viable kill um, or if something's going to go drastically wrong and you you have to get out or if if backup's going to come in. um, It's a get-in, get-out philosophy. um, And if it it escalates... uh, uh, a clear clarification on whether we can take that escalation. If we can, we'll stay on grid. Usually, if there's an an initial escalation, there's going to be more.
1: Yeah, well, speaking from a group that feels the pain of being too big for the smaller guys and too small for the bigger guys, sometimes that gank, the initial response fleet, if it's a medium-sized group, maybe something that you can handle. Is that something that you look for? Like the first yes, 10 um, guys that pour out in the rando ships, that's the ones you want to fight, right?
2: Yeah, certainly. And, and again, I can't say for stealth bombers because that's a very different tactic um we will hold grid even if we can take down the target just just to see if we can create that extra bit of content um <clears throat> again I'll, I'll go back to to the whole centralized thing it's in the same places and in, in, in the same regions regardless to when people move it's the same places, the same regions so you kind of know what to expect the new changes i must admit will probably make things a little bit easier but I've have yet to see see that just simply because there's only two power blocks, Pam and and Imperium, who can just drop on anything. The the rest is is kind of a Is it gonna
4: happen?
2: Is it is it is it gonna happen? No oh we killed it nice one we'll move on.
5: That's unfortunately the thing with sinoid hymns as well with the fights that we're going for or that we're you know trying to escalate with these other groups. Um, Sino's happen in a matter of seconds so for something to take a, a full minute to deploy leaves uh, the small skirmish gangs that we generally run you know they're I don't want to call them useless but we don't carry them with us um, especially when you know if you are trying to bait that initial drop um, it that just doesn't seem like something you'd want to use um, and unfortunately rolling back around again to that null site consolidation when we do go looking for these targets nine out of ten times you're like we know the escalation is going to be an unbeatable hammer um you know we'll, we'll stick around to watch it drop but nine out of ten times what does come to save what we've got tackled uh again you know we can't really take it on because we're we're just not quite at that coalition level size fleets yet yeah
2: you you know within the first sort of two two and a half minutes on especially on the rock that it, it's gtfo time um like like with bombers it's so proficient you get in you fuck things up so
4: quickly right. well um on both sides of that from both being attacked and doing the attacking uh i can say the change to the asb doesn't actually make much of a difference um the old triple asb fit was touted for months as the best blah 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 but it really wasn't It was just overhyped and also expensive and people equate expensive with better uh i can say that when attacking works like i haven't done too many recently um but on the two or three that we've killed post change um they they're just as hard without asbs as they are with because uh, capital asbs are actually weaker than other capital rep mods um comparatively like XLASBs and all that, they're the same as dead space mods. But capital are actually weaker. They're the same, almost as well. Not even the same as meta. Meta are still stronger. As for defending, um, ASBs had one great advantage. That was you were immune to newts. But newts generally were only a threat from wormhors. You know, groups like Spectre Fleet, they they don't use newt comps very often. You know, uh, one of our favorite whaling fleets. Uh, is an assault frigate fleet. There are almost no newts on that. It doesn't need them. Uh, Bombers Bar. They they do, you know, focus void bombs stuff like that. So that that can be quite handy for dealing with them. But even then, there's a new fit for rocks that's kind of slowly surfacing that does the same thing, immune
0: to newts. Now, Marcia, you and I have had a discussion about this whole like being newt invulnerable with a particularly interesting trick. You want to tell us about that?
3: Newton vulnerable. What, what conversation is this?
0: With the uh, <laughs> capital... May, it oh, oh, it person. was here. Gosh, M names. I'm
4: <laughs> going to do it all. <laughs> I'm so, confused. so what you're referring to is a double capital shield booster fit. Uh, a fun fact about the enduring capital shield booster is by itself and with just a single T1 shield cap cost rig, uh, you can run two capital shield boosters on one, Navy 3200 charge. So using the same four mid slots that you would run with an ASB fit, you know, three ASBs and a shield boost amp, you can now go two boosters and two cap boosters and still have that newt proof tank that is the same, if not better than an ASB. It's better, of course, if you have no newts on you, and uh, it's just slightly better if you're completely newted out and like i said completely immune
2: to will will do nothing quick
4: no so the capital enduring has less than 1600 gigajoules per per use uh 3200 of course is double that you cycle a 3200 from a capital cap booster and you cycle both of your reps you use up all of your own cap and project you know 20 something percent of your max shields back Mm to your ship all
0: right marcy with
3: yeah, um, Bombers Bar, uh, when we hunt rocks, we, we haven't really seen... We killed them before, easily enough, because of our overwhelming DPS, right? And just sheer numbers. Uh, but now they're easier to put into panic, right? And the quicker you put them into panic, the less time he's got to form up his mates to come and save him, right? So when we drop on 10 rocks in a mining set together, we, we find that we can now put them all into panic really quickly cloak up and wait to see what comes through the signer right so it's a good change uh but i still feel for the smaller groups like the groups in drone lands that don't have that big big guys to save them you know they haven't got you know like i don't i don't know if the change is the change is good for smaller groups like hunting in uh hunting in space to get the rockers into panic but it still affects the miners that are in smaller coalitions smaller groups you know it's They'd still die. They're just dead. They, no one comes to save them, you know? And I think something needs to be done about that.
1: Well, Does it look, though, or is it just prolong the doom? Like, for my yeah, group, it, uh, the, the Oracle Heavy Tank was nice, but if no one's going to save me from snuff dreads, then I'm just... Wasting time, though, not right. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a that's a point. Yeah. I mean, it means no difference to me. The tank is nice. Uh, the fact that it's less strong now, I'm no less, you know, no more vulnerable than I was before. Yeah. Um, if I'm caught, I'm caught. I'm just gonna die.
3: Yeah, it's a good I can change, but
1: of... there's just too much of a spread between,
3: uh, say, Teskins and a, a little small coping drainlands, You know, like uh, Badfellers. Well.
2: Do you, Do you think it like like CCP is going the wrong way about? Um, nerfing changes, like like with the raw call, um, the first few changes they were good for the small guy uh, when the w- w- when it was maximum how it was, and and Imperium and, and others took took it to to the absolute maximum, uh, and then CCP nerfed it because of that maximum, um, and and the minimum groups uh, are actually suffering because of the the bigger groups over-excessivizing on these mechanics, you know.
0: I don't know how you feel about that, Ron. How about your over-excessivizing on Rourke while tanking there in test? What's your pitch?
6: I think the only thing that I can really... What we've been concentrating on is what the guys have already kind of talked about, which is response time. And we've sort of tried to mimic Theta Squad from the goons. And when Bomber's Bar shows up and he has 100 bombers, I mean, that is a massive amount of DPS, it's all about how long does it take for us to drop and when do they panic and then when are we dropping? And when we drop, they leave, but you know do they go to another system to try to make us drop again to stack penalties? So really you know our response is all about how long until we drop and we just lost a super uh, to Bonner Bar a couple of days ago and it's you know that's one thing I think we've made a lot of progress in the past six months but you know we're still working on it and it's you know a very interesting mechanic. Would you reserve
2: capitals just, just as a question would you reserve capitals in the sense that okay we're going to just send a few through right now uh, and make sure that everybody else's fatigue's okay uh, just in case they, they, they do stay in the region?
6: Uh, that's a that's a great question. You know, one of the things that we've been doing is we have so many that we try to just put enough in to save the rourke so we can keep them on grid so we can kill them more. But generally, as soon as you know a couple of supers show up, they leave. So if we drop a couple of supers, they leave and then the rest, you know, the other 20, 30 people are, you know, holding on the jump and waiting for the next system or whatever to pop. I've
2: noticed that a few times. We, we was on a, a big game on as, um, uh, and the, the guys... Quite literally, we tackled something in every consecutive system that we went to. And, and we're talking carrier like, like Rattlesnake, uh, Ishtau, and then, then another carrier. Uh, and they dropped on, on every single one, dropping maybe about two, three each time. And it was enough to force us off, but not enough to sort of, uh, I, I I don't know, waste fatigue, I guess.
3: Yeah, so it's an effective way. Yeah, like s- splitting like these big like test games, uh, so you send your hunters out, spread spread the savers around, uh, jump on the first target and this is this is where Black Ops comes in to play, like the eight light year range, right? And low low timers, like low recalibration, right? So we'll jump into the first system, put the rookers into panic, Do so they come through. They normally jump through a lot a lot of stuff, you know. And we try and bait more, we'll try and bait more. We'll we'll cloak up, we'll shoot we'll shoot the faxes, you know, we'll try and get more and more and more in well, our four hunters have got stuff tackled in the system over here, like within eight light years, you know. So the blops is already staged. He's already clicked up. We will all walk to the blocks, We'll drop on the second target, the third target, the fourth target. And normally by the fourth target, you, you get a core or two, you know, by the end of it
0: circling back a bit to the the middle class of eve that seems to be getting shafted by all the ccp changes we've got Exxon feng from fwedit who has recently been in the process of unconsolidating from a nullsec power block and going independent so Exxon, can you give us a bit of history about your very very storied group and then
7: walk us through up to today uh yeah so, uh, as a lot of people might know, we started out. Uh, we splintered from Dreadit and Test back when that was still a Goon experiment, and under the super creative name Foot. Uh, when Test peeled off from Goons in the Founded War, we decided with Goons uh, to keep ourselves kind of separate from Dreadit. Uh, eventually, we got Sov and Delve and ended up becoming a full CFC member back when they were known by that. Uh, nowadays, they're known as the Imperial uh, but when Sov hit, we moved into Veil vale and dropped Faction Warfare because everyone was consolidating Sov, and Faction Warfare kind of started to suck then. Uh, we ended up consolidating into CloudRing. and then when Goons decided they wanted to do renting and, and extortion, uh, we ended up leaving Cloud Ring because we didn't want to get extorted. We went back to Faction Warfare for a bit. That sucked still. Um, so we had a friend, uh, Susan Delgado, uh, who was White Legion's uh, Diplo, and so we joined up with them. Uh, unfortunately, when uh, Elo went away and Susan went on a business trip, White Legion quickly faded away, so then we moved into InIt, uh, where we stayed for a couple of years, and then about two, a little over two months ago, uh, we left InIt uh, to go and kind of do our own thing again and kind of start building up the it name again.
0: Gotcha. So what have you been focusing on now? Are you like back in faction warfare as sort of pirates? Are you interested in the null sec thing? What what are you looking to do in Eve
7: as a So a little bit of both. Uh, we as as Fodette and Free Range Chickens, we like to be have a good mix of low sec and null sec content. Uh, so we a lot of our dudes like small gang stuff and roams and and gate camps and that kind of stuff, which is great for low sec. Uh, even, you know, a lot of people say it's dead or whatever now, but we haven't really noticed that too much. Uh, we're still very much enjoying it. Um, but we also have a lot of dudes, since we spent so much time in null blocks, uh, that really like those bigger coalition-level 100, 150-man-plus uh, nullsec fleets. Uh, so we try to do stuff that, that lets us get the best of both worlds. Uh, so right now, uh, we are staged in low sec, but we have a coalition with Iron Armada and Federation Uprising. Uh, to kind of give us that uh, null sec, uh, our null sec fill, while all of our kind of spare time is spent roaming in Blackrise and the areas around there, uh, just trying to create fun where we can. So,
0: Silver, you have been flying with Fwetit guys a lot. What's it like? How's the how's the interaction there? Uh,
1: the Fwetit match is, is pretty good. Uh, we're culturally very similar, um, similar backgrounds, um, similar goals. In fact, we started flying with Wedded at the beginning of the last Northern War um, because their proximity to us um, and their U.S. time zone base mostly and the fact that they like to do small gang, uh, low sec stuff. You know, we're fed up, strives for the similar types of things. We want to leave all doors open to all content, um, which is why we're positioned where we are one jump from low sec. Um, so it's been great. I think the synergies have been awesome. They have good FCs. It's been really fun flying with them.
7: Yeah, and that relationship, uh, like Silver said, really did spring out of that northern conflict. Uh, Foydet, while we were in it, uh, really headed up a lot of their U.S. time zone fleets. Um, R Corp even deployed out north like a full month, a little bit more than a month before uh, the rest of uh, in it when the northern theater really started to heat up. Uh, since we're U.S. time zone and since I was in it head Diplo, I ended up doing a ton of coordination with Silver and Contra and the rest of the FedUp bros. And, uh, basically we've just been flying together ever since, uh, right after we left Init, we spent about a month in, uh, devoid and derelict, uh, to join wrecking crew, but we still maintain friendly relations with fed up, uh, realized wrecking crew wasn't really a great fit for us. They didn't really have their stuff together. Uh, so when E Vegas came around and our CEO, Nivlakita uh, met up with Tridget and fed up and got to talking, it was just kind of, a a no-brainer to come back into the area and kind of start doing stuff with them again.
1: Yeah, in fact, we were planning to fly together d- during the Northern War before Goons dropped uh, the Keepstar and Six RC, which sort of uh, advanced our plans <laughs> quite a bit.
7: Yeah, when uh, Keepstar gets dropped in your saw, it kind of does that.
1: Yeah.
0: So let's let's talk a bit about the recent flights that you guys have been getting into together, or even like. Uh, what you two have been doing individually so we had the fight in Barlaget which we talked about last episode and I understand that we got a few of our details wrong is there anything like really big you want to correct from last
7: show uh yeah so love McLeod but he definitely got our reasons for why we left in it kind of wrong uh so I just, just want to cover that a little bit um, so footit and init weren't really a great cultural fit for us. The content was nice, and being able to kind of head up US time zone was great. Uh, but we didn't really get um, the autonomy we really wanted there. And uh, kind of we, we had been planning on leaving for for quite a while, to be honest with you. but when the the northern conflict started really heating up, we decided, hey, this is great content. Uh, let's stick it out for a little bit longer, see if things improve. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't. Um, so basically when that goon deal got signed, drying up all the content uh, in that area, uh, it couldn't have been a better uh, time to leave. Uh, there was a little bit of drama near the end as uh, some of the higher up dudes in InIt uh, kind of started generating an anti-footed culture in InIt, uh, which wasn't great. Um, but we did leave on good terms. Uh, unfortunately, a couple of days after we left on good terms, one of our ex-members had done something in InIt. Uh, which prompted Init to reset our standings and docking access uh, a little bit early. Uh, When you leave a big null site block, they generally give you a couple of weeks of blue and ACL, so you can kind of be back uh, all your stuff, and unfortunately we didn't get that. So it kind of soured the water a little bit uh, uh, with that, which kind of brings us to last Sunday uh, with the fed up and snuffed out uh, fight that happened. Or actually a little bit before that when we were fighting them uh, and uh, and it basically showed up uh, on grid, was blue to literally everyone except us, and shot us, anchored or tethered on the uh, Fortizar, and then moonwalked out of there.
1: Yeah, you're talking about the fight in Barla in Losek. Yeah. Uh, it was an interesting mix of political mess, is what uh, I'll describe that as. Um, I think it confused all sides, and I'm not sure... How in it even learned of the fight or what made them come over but as far as i know even stuff was confused as to what their intentions were which yeah i remember they uh yeah, go ahead.
7: yeah i remember they uh they jumped on grid it, it took everyone by surprise i think there was like 10 or 15 seconds for were like uh why is in it here what are they doing and then essentially they called primaries on everything for it. and are all of the free range chicken guys on grid melted and matter of seconds just because no one was prepared for
1: that yeah which really hurt the overall fight because i don't know i the the side set up it was uh iron armada fed up and free range chickens defending an armada fort right so the three of us are fighting snuff who we know has a heavy super escalation and they had held off with their super escalation which i had appreciated and we were in the middle of a really nice dread brawl like one that i've not been in a while and then my whole screen fills up with blue ships and like who who's this it's in it and then suddenly 30 percent of my fleet's gone and i can't win the brawl anymore to boot snuff sort of panic a little bit at least that's what they told me not knowing what their intentions were and then drop their supers fight over
0: so on the bright side silver you seem to have gotten your revenge at least against snuffed out with a more recent fight tell us about that
1: yeah, for the time being, uh, they're quite mad. Uh, the pre-show is saying there were titans on my fort in Losec. I'm not sure what happened with that. I'm sure it's RF'd. But um, this beef with snuff started started with uh, the end of the, uh, the, at least of the north, the pure blind phase, phase of the Northern War. Um, we were blue with uh, the initiative uh, and the Imperium because of the 6RC Keepstar, right? We wanted to participate in the war, And the way that we could do that is be blue with Imperium without being shot by everyone, right? Near the end of that whole conflict, we started getting messages from Snuff leadership that the blue with Imperium was just a stay of execution and that they were going to come for us at some point. Uh, Snuff talks a lot like that, so we didn't take it very seriously at first. But then they started this Losec campaign where they basically shot everyone's moons. Um, Anybody that had a moon in Losec had it taken from them, and they killed our Asbel. Which, on a side note, is quite funny because if you shoot a faction warfare group's asbel, guess what pours out of it? Not capital ships, but hundreds of frigates. <laughs> it was awesome watching on grid. The thing popped and frigates poured out of it. It was it was hysterical. Um, so we evac sec, You know, we we can't fight snuff. You know, the the alarm clocked for the one moon. Um, even their U.S. time zone was a bit rough for just fed up to handle. So we evac'd low-sec and went to pure-blind thinking that's what they wanted. Um, and a few, a few weeks went by, and things were cool with IO and things. But then suddenly they anchored three Astra houses in our null right off of our uh, staging Fortizars. And I'm like, well, I guess they're really not done. And yeah, again... important, ahead, important
7: note, they anchored them on Thanksgiving weekend for the U.S., which was... Yeah. While we totally understand it. Strategically, was a great decision. Felt like kind of a low-blow.
1: Yeah, considering that Fed Up is strongest in the U.S. time zone. We have a very good, competent EU time zone, but our strength really is in U.S. time zone. So uh, those it was tough to get people together. Um, but since Galente um, militia kind of fell apart also near the end of the, the war also, you know, Penn is out, left on the Galente militia and sort of reset everyone and has been flying a lot with snuff. Where you know, Penizat was our closest allies. We flew with them for years. Um, without that support anymore, so this new coalition with uh, Iron Armada and Fredit, uh was just very timely. We needed new people to fly with. Um, we needed new allies. So together, though, uh, because it was a Sunday, a Saturday uh, afternoon U.S. time zone, we would have to deal with the brunt of stuff, and that's not something that we can fight straight up. I, I know snuff probably wanted us to get into our materials and, and brawl it out. Like we had been doing in Barlegate, but on a weekend that just wouldn't have panned out well for us. I don't think. So we decided that we were going to fight like true militia, sino jam, everything and waterboard them as much as we could to try and take down the Astras, um while they were snared up. And you know what? It worked brilliantly. It took them over an hour to go two jumps to breach our staging. Um, it really was very frustrating on their part, probably, but we had them snared up so bad um, that we were able to take down all three of the offensive Astra Houses, um, a couple of them by a few seconds, and then the one in our main staging had 17 seconds left uh, before we were able to take it down. In fact, we snared them up so long that it kind of got the eye of other groups, um, Black Legion and Pandemic Legion, uh, two of them, wound up showing up. None of us called them. I don't know how they found out about the fight. Uh, but they showed up and started shooting stuff and they wound up losing their entire rattlesnake fleet after the fact. Um so it was it was quite the operation for us and um felt pretty good. I just don't think stuff's very happy about it.
7: Yeah, and they've been roughing a bunch of stuff in the area. They dropped three more citadels in our staging so they're definitely reacting to it. Um with as powerful and as oppressive as Snuff is, uh, it kind of sucks to fight them. But at the same time, they make a lot of enemies, and those enemies are pretty eager to fight back. So that's working in our favor.
2: Uh, a recent one, if I if I may may add, is is certainly Spectrefleet. We we had uh, citadels and pauses. I don't know if you've been keeping up with 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 Reddit, but yeah, NPSI equals Snuff bit. Uh, we've been playing around with them and arranging uh good fights and and we've had arrangements with them for a long time but exactly what you've just been discussing um has has made us look elsewhere for content because at the moment black rise is is very dominated by by these individuals so it's making it harder for content
1: they're being pretty oppressive um i will say though i can appreciate them being so aggressive I can appreciate also that at least in the Barleigh fight and partly because of the sino on Saturday they they've been reserving their super fleets for the most part. They really haven't dropped the hammer hard, but they're still the the fact that they can makes us not well, be able to fight them straight fight
2: up. all the way up until the point that they can yeah. no longer get Right. and and I, I've got a lot of respect for Snuff leadership, and I've I've worked with them since Snuff creation, uh, and then their new change, not to turn it into a red like hate Snuff, talking with st- in stations, but um, I've I've had a good relationship with Snuff for a very long time, and it's unfortunate no. that they've gone down this way. But
0: you're ruining my narrative. Eve needs the <laughs> bad guy. Let Snuff <laughs> be the bad guy
2: but yeah. well, well no they, they've been very good for uh, a long time and if, if you want them to be the gag, uh, bad guys and we can have fun with them in, the, in in that regards uh the overall oppressors then 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 fine. eve does need a bad guy but ultimately i i think snuffs uh, morality or moral compass um, has shifted somewhat let's
1: uh, yeah, I slightly. Will, uh i think Tao's uh you know still here, <laughs> here um he wants to kick us in so bad and as much as i want to be a good adversary for stuff it's been tough for us i you know they those weekend timers we just can't compete they're,
2: they're yeah, good I, I, they're, they're really really good people and they're really good uh pilots oh um, i am,
1: yeah totally agree yeah it,
7: i definitely it, want to echo what what you're saying matt they're they definitely do give good fights but they're definitely also not afraid to drop that hammer um, but we do definitely i respect them a lot for actually trying to give give the good fights when when they're uh, there to give.
2: well they're not afraid to admit uh, a defeat as as Jesty, as the retreat from pandemic horde space was um, they, they meant what they said you know good fights ph uh you 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 are overescalating as now there's there's no point in continuing this endeavor um so so they 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 are at the, the the pinnacle of their game and they they do not want to subside for for anyone good fights or morals nothing and fair play to them
0: it's interesting that you bring up pandemic horde because even though sort of snuff has begun to leave them alone other groups are beginning to pile on and in fact test alliance please ignore and legacy coalition in general i think have been the latest addition to the dog pile and Geminate. And Ron, can you tell us a well, bit about we that?
6: Get that. Uh, I think uh, we've been the recipient of the dog pile several times. So <laughs> <laughs> we might have a, a, a little bit of uh, experience in it. But yeah, we've put a northern, I like to think of it like a hunting camp, um, and we've been staged out of there. Crashing structures and just uh, making life very difficult for them. We had a big fight the other night. Uh, we killed two structures this morning. I don't know. I don't think they were pandemic horde, but we killed two structures this morning and we're just destroying everything to uh, secure the Tranquility Trading
1: Towers up there. Uh, I was going to ask what the motivation was.
6: Yeah. You know, it, it's very, very simple and, you know, not to give the the no spin zone. Basically when we were down in catch the, uh, you know, pandemic Legion and these other p- people put, you know, they forward staged right on the edge of our territory and they just farmed us and they beat us down. And, you know, and whenever you'd ask them, why are you here? And they, they would always reply, good fights, good fights. We're here for good fights. Like, okay, fair enough. Well, you know, now that uh, the chickens have come home to roost, <laughs> no offense to chickens. <laughs> but, but, you know, now that we're all big and strong, we want to pay them back uh, for all of that. And, you know, there's no, you know, animosity. It's as much just, you know, a reason to them. Yeah, so we have our northern staging and we're demolishing everything that we see up there.
1: Are you working on your own or are you working with the rest of the dog piles at all? Because there's several groups up there. It's getting that way, I
2: would say. Um, the more and more people that snuff annoy, the more and more people are banding together.
6: Yeah, with us, it's just us. Um, and we fight... Lots of different groups, but I will say that the goons have showed up uh, a couple of times on some really big timers, and we temp blew them. Uh, And we didn't even change the standings. It was just shoot what the FC says kind of thing.
1: For FC purposes, yeah. Interesting.
6: So you mentioned the... Yeah, the, what Artemis was saying was the, the big fight the other night, and I have to tell you, um, I know we have a couple of recordings of it, but we kind of baited them out a little bit. Uh, Pro God was the FC, and we were bashing. They our fort uh, was refed, and they didn't contest, but they were a lot there, and so we went and started refing one of their structures. We saw them uh, starting to leave. So we jumped through to BWF and waited on the other side. And I have to tell you, uh, you know, and this is what I posted it was, you know, it was pretty nerve wracking because there was, I don't know how many fighters on that gate just waiting for us. And then, you know, Pandemic Legion came through, Pandemic Horde came through. Um, and everyone was coming through, and then it was just a massive brawl right on the gate at zero. It was uh, an insane fight.
1: That's awesome.
0: You mentioned temporarily or momentarily, rather, the Tranquility Trading Corporation. If I'm getting that right, it's too much alliteration for my taste, but it's tests Highsec setup they went, when they went and kicked Horrid out of the Jita off offshore trade market and recently there was an incident where you lost a t2 rigged tatara which is very expensive and not exactly something you want to be losing on the regular not just because of the expense but also because it doesn't quite give a good look to your new business model can you tell us a bit about that
6: yeah so basically that was a very simple error and uh, Pro God's spoken about this, um, but someone who will re- remain nameless—it um, might rhyme with Mo God Legend. But <laughs> ah, give us the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> someone logged in the wrong alt and then war decked some people. So what happened is that uh, war decked entity. Was able to invite people right before the war deck was over, and then was able to take care of it. But I will say that um, this uh, person that did this on a you know complete you know accident, little misclick, uh, will be doing the hot wing challenge. I think on Sunday to pay for that. <laughs> mm-hmm.
7: I have to ask: Are there going to be hot
6: questions along with that? I have to ask, what's the hot wing challenge? Yeah, so the hot wing challenge is, it's kind of a joke, and I think most alliances have it, but when someone messes up uh, and they do something wrong, they, we give them, you know, some sort of kind of, you know, not really humiliating, but sort of humiliating task or, you know, hey, you know, the trial by fire, we call it. Um, and one of them is if you mess up really bad do something well you have to do x and in this particular case it's eat you know these super super hot wings and you have to do it on camera and everyone can laugh (laughs) and and have a good good, uh, joke about it i'm game for that
1: you sure he doesn't have the Oracle mine back golden minerals to build a new one (laughs)
6: well i i think what he's gonna i think he's he's spinning it and i think he's gonna do it on his stream or something i'm not sure but it's gonna be fun
0: all right well i guess it's time to give some shout outs so does anybody have any quick shout outs they want to give to anybody i guess we'll go down the list and start Uh, out with you
2: I've, I've got a, a quick shout out here uh, to uh, Malbaco, who is uh, a Spectre FC, but he's also a Snuff FC. Uh, and he's offered to pay me a billion this to give him a shout out. So what a better reason. Uh, but on the top of that, um, a big shout out to the Spectre fleet staff and the NPSI communities that have been working really closely with us um, to to integrate and, and come up with new ideas for 2019. So be there.
0: So, to that snuffed out dude, I'll take two billion isk to not cut that shout out out during the editing process. <laughs> the editing
2: process.
0: All right, Samara, what's uh,
5: realistically just want to touch on the command team. Um, everyone that we've got that's helped us get from, you know, pre Jane fill in Spectre. Um, so, if you're on the Spectre FC command team, or if you're one of our staff members, or and even the Twitch streamers that are in our Discord, thanks very much. And uh, we'll definitely look forward to 2019 with you guys. Excellent.
7: Yeah, just a shout out to my uh, Fwetit bros and to our coalition, Iron Uh The past couple of months have been a lot of fun and everyone's been putting in a lot of work as we transition from, you know, leaving a big null sec block to kind of doing our own thing. Uh, and I couldn't be more proud of all the chickens in the coop. Bok, bok.
6: All right, Ron. Uh, I'll just give a shout out, you know. Tess cares about your financial future, so you know be smart and invest in tranquility trading towers. It's almost difficult to even get it out. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Silver, how about you?
1: I want to give a shout out to my logistics pros for building two hundred and fifty plus battle cruisers in nineteen hours to waterboard the shit out of snuff. Tringin, <laughs> <Should laughs> get a bird icon.
0: All right, well, unfortunately, Marathia and Marshy both had to go. It is very late for them. They're in the EUTZ as well as some other of our guests. I appreciate them sticking it out. I'm assuming that they would shout out their respective groups of Bombers Bar and Spectre Fleet as well as whoever they fly with on an individual basis. I'd personally like to give a shout out to my corporation, Capitalist Army. We recently formed a new alliance called The Network, and we are actively and vigorously recruiting. So check it out if that interests you. But anyway, that's it. That's what's been going on at EVE. We had some fantastic guests. Thanks again to everybody for showing up, sticking with us. And we'll see you guys on Sunday with the regular show. And then again next week for the next midweek
2: update. Thanks so much. Thank you, Artemis. Cheers, Bobby. Good night, everybody.